welcome back to B-Side. My name is Bruno, also known as Claymore. I'm the owner of the Plunar Imprint. I'm also co-managing the Rings of Neptune Artist Agency with my dear friend Denise. I'm very glad to be back. Last time I featured some of my favorite B-Sides on my own label, but this time around this show is about my own personal record collection. I've been collecting vinyl for 13 years from many different genres, so I had to choose a focus for the next three hours. I went with my favorite subdivisions of the electronic music genre, so this means you'll be hearing a lot of IDM, some dreamy electro, spacey drum and bass. Overall, just the best left field electronic music I've found on the B-sides of my records. You're currently listening to Tracy, also known as Tom Roy. He's an excellent producer and DJ from the Netherlands. This is the B2 of his album Biostar with the Tracy moniker and it was released on Dial in 2019. It was for sure one of my favorite albums of the year. It was also a gift from Tom himself on the night we booked him to play at uh, the first Rings of Neptune event at Holpetosse. Thank you for the gift, Tom. This absolutely rocks. Tracy is also a terrific DJ, by the way. If you like IDM and Electro, full of groove, tons of feeling, well, he's your man. Thank you. 
let's go back in time to 1996. This is Emilius' Day Out, and it's the B-side from an EP called Emilia, signed by Otaku. Otaku was a project initially run by Ralph Lawson, he's the owner of the 2020 Vision. He had only one EP out in 1993 on Soma, but in 1996, Dave Clark added Carl Finlow to the roster of Soma, and Carl joined forces with Ralph for this very release. This track was dedicated to Dave Clark's newly born baby girl, and it was included in Music Magazine and also was, I think, Tune of the Year at Jockey Slots. I think they made Dave Clark very proud. I'm playing it at 45 RPMs, opposed to the originally intended 33, but I do love how it sounds a bit faster. And tracks like this, they do have a tendency to work both ways, and I love it for this. Sneaky. Thank you. 
speaking of 93, this is probably one of my favorite releases by the Japanese producer Ken Ishii. This track is called Nayet. It's the B-side of the Deep Sleep EP. And this was Ken Ishii's first ever EP out on Apollo, the subdivision of the very well-known RNS Records. Ken Ishii is probably also one of my favorite producers ever. The music he did, especially in this era, is simply outstanding. It's futuristic, it's emotional, irresistibly weird. His album Jelly Tones will forever be an inspiration for me. I found this record at the excellent Disc Union shop in Shibuya in Japan. This was two years ago on my last tour over there. My dear friend Kathy was with me. She's also an avid record collector, so this made this trip just a treat for both of us. Japan is a true delight for record shopping, not only the sheer variety you can find, but also how well treated and respected this medium is by the shops. I cannot recommend it more. Just go when you can. Thank you. 
until in the 90s. I think we're gonna be here for a while. This is Sim, also known as Simon Wally. The track you're listening to is called Lead Point and is the B2 of his EP Series 1. It was out on the incredible Headspace recordings. It was really hard for me to decide between this track or the B1, um, which is a glorious, incredible Morgan Geist remix of Sims track Typical. But because I played this uh, remix in particular quite regularly on my DJ sets, I just decided to put the B2 here instead. Headspace was founded by Tom Churchill and Ralph Powell. Their whole catalog is just worth all your time and money. You have Sim, Heiloki, Arne Weinberg, Derek Carr, Vince Watson, and, and, and even Tom Churchill himself. It's all there. Just, just, just dig away. <laughs>
one's quite new. You're listening to Tokaido. This is the B2 of the EP with the same name by TC80. This EP came out last year. Uh, it was released on Yuki Mazda's excellent cabaret recordings. And to be honest, the B-side was one of the only reasons I bought this record. Actually, both tracks make the EP worth it for me. It was one of the quarantine treats, let's say. Not only Tony is a cool and humble guy, his, his music also caters to my love for video game music. There's a, a certain naive character on the melodies of some of his tunes and, and, and this one is no different. I mean, it, it could be the soundtrack of a level on Alex Kidd. If Alex Kidd was cool and modern. <laughs> well done, Tony.
we're back to 1993 again. I don't know what happened in the 90s, for Christ's sake. This is... this is... yeah. This is the very hard-working Edward Hanley signing his Balil on another excellent imprint. Rising High Records, of course. This EP is called Parasite, and this is the B2 track Island. Edward has worked on many, many projects I love, from Played to Black Dog Productions, Echo Tourist, and even Repeat. Everything he worked on is usually of extremely high quality and unparalleled musicality. It's, it's just, I mean, listen to this.
since we're talking about Edward's project, uh, why not listen to Repeat? Repeat was a collaboration between Dave Hill, Edward, and Mark Broom, and also Andy Turner, which is the other half of Blade. This is Tuesday's hot hit, probably one of my favorite tunes from Repeat, no doubt. This is the B1 from Repeat's album called Repeats. This album is an absolute masterpiece. It came out originally in 1995 on the now defunct English label A13, and it was recently reissued by Delson, I think two years ago. This album is essential to any record collector of electronic music and then and, and just an extremely important reference for techno and IDM in general. Like really, really recommended.
And just a year after Repeats was released, Soma Quality Recordings co-founders Slam released an album called Head States on their own label. It featured absolutely dope tunes from drum and bass and electro to techno and down tempo. This, this is also one of my favorite albums, Head States. The track you're listening to right now is the B2 of their album and it's called Hybrid. This is really one of my all-time favorite electronic music albums from the era. It's very hard to pick a favorite track here because, well, all of them are actually very, very good. And, and it rarely leaves my record bag also. I can use it on very different occasions. Just dope.
and of course I had to play at least one Fedox record here. This is Remy Tui, the now inactive project by James Mason and Ali Gibbs. It was released on Russ Gabriel's label Fedox, and you're listening to Digital Watch 133. This is the B1 of the Hedohon Sho Ryoko EP. It was released in 1999, just before the release of their excellent album with the same name. These were the only two releases of the project, and if you like what you're listening to right now, you should try and get them both. Just excellent music through and through.
Next up is Clutterbox, also known as David Kempston. This is Siege, the B3 of the album Easy Does It, released also in 1996 on the seminal UK label Clear. The whole album is full of quirky, rather short tunes of down-tempo or electro-experiments. David had a nice following at the time. He, he even collaborated with Metamatics at some point. Just, it's just overall very cool music. I have to say also that last year he self-released a new album called Echo Chamber. I think it was a personal reflection album drawing upon multiple musical influences and, and also obviously inspired by the unprecedented events of 2020. It's, it's an album made in self-isolation but not afraid to experiment and try new things. And this alone is enough reason for you to go and buy it on his Bandcamp. Well done, David. This one I'll only play half, as the original is more than 10 minutes long actually, so yeah, you're listening to Ballet Mechanique. This is the musical moniker of the graphic designer Jeroen Bohrenbergs. This is the second half of his excellent track called Vinyl Voyage, and this is the B1 of the EP called Bohrenbergs 12 EP2. It was originally released on Evolute back in 1997. This is just ridiculously beautiful music. Uh, also a reference for me on, on deep and extremely musical IDM.
Dawson did us all a favor and reissued all the works of Ballet Mechanique. This means you can now get the Embody EP, Borenberg's 12 EP2 also got a reissue. And all this together with two new EPs of unreleased material. It's called 92 to 99, Collection 1 and Collection 2. I mean, just, just get them all. You gotta catch them all. <laughs> Excellent stuff.
love this tune so much you have no idea. This is Isometric Dance. This is the B3 on the album Hidden Emotion by Future Beat Alliance, also known as Matthew Puffett. This album was also released in 97 on Void Records. It was reissued on CD by Exalt Records in 2008 and later reissued again on vinyl by Subwax Excursions in 2016. Hidden Emotion is just a joy to listen to. It's beautifully crafted, deep techno, down-tempo, electro tunes. They are all done in a way that is very unique to Matthew. It's, it's just full of class. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, man, just, just emotion. <laughs> Thank you. 
now again for a personal all-time favorite this is john beltram the master of deep techno without beats <laughs> this is 10 days of summer it's the b2 of his album with the same name and it was originally released by peace frog in 1996 this, this masterpiece was repressed in 2011 and more recently again in 2018. And uh, yeah, this whole this album is just a lush travel through time and space. Almost all tracks follow, I think, a, a minimal principle of working with just a handful of elements, mixing them in and out of the arrangement. It's, it's just incredible. Elements ebb and flow in a very organic, mellow way. And, and almost all tracks in the album here are beatless which makes them, I think, even more special. John Beltram did a ton of excellent music. You, you should dig through his whole discography. You, you'll be pleasantly surprised. I mean, just like most of the stuff I've played before, this is also extremely emotional and, and yeah, just remarkable. <laughs> Thank you. 
and another reference of mine and many other techno enthusiasts is enhanced. More commonly known as Todd Signs or X-Track. This EP was released in 2015. I think I bought it at HHV when I arrived in Berlin about a year later. This EP features a bit of everything, from techno to electro and IDM. It's, it's a collection of previously unreleased tracks from 93, 94, 96, and I think 2000. This track in particular is called Knakwa, and it's the B1 of Core, which was the only EP Todd ever released as Enhanced. It came out on Moto Music. was originally released in 1994 on a compilation from Carl Craig's Planet E. This is, this is minimal done well. <laughs>
another excellent repress that came out just before the pandemic started was Brain Pilot's Cerebral Navigators on Kalahari Oyster Cult. This track is called Nutrient, and that's the B2 in the compilation. Cerebral Navigators is an anthology of works done between 93 and 97, with the majority of music there being from Brain Pilots' albums Brain Pilot, Mind Fuel, and Interface 3.0. They were all released on Nova Zembla between 94 and 97. Brain Pilot was made up of two brothers out of Belgium named Dimitri and Stefan van Elsen. They focus on futuristic and sci-fi dance music, highly inspired by the IDM movement in the UK and also Detroit, with a steadily planted foot in the Belgian scene, of course. Navigators is an amazing collection of tracks. Just just absolutely timeless. Thank you, Kalahari. This was an amazing repress.
to 2012. This track is called Lastre. It's the B3 of an EP called Xenolith by Phalanx. Phalanx is the abstract, experimental and IDM project of Arne Weinberg, which is a producer I seem to have developed an obsession with over the past five years. And the CP was released on Diametric, which is Weinberg's own label, unfortunately now defunct. He started Cromlec Records as a follow-up imprint back in 2016, but it also seems to be inactive since 2017. Please come back, Weinberg. is an excellent album for those keen on abstract and experimental electronic music and this track is for me the standout of the entire album and I think it was the main reason I bought it in the first place. Well, that and because I buy everything Arne Weinberg does. <laughs> Diametric has an excellent techno and electro discography. I, I absolutely adore it, especially the releases signed by Optic Nerve, Morphology, or Anna Weinberg himself. Just, just go dig. You will absolutely love it.
track I'll play now is by the German IDM duo from Rosenheim. They're called Funksturung. The track is called Mush and it's an exclusive track they released for the Future Sound of Jazz Volume 3. It came out on Compost Records. This is the B3 of the first of four records in the compilation. My personal favorites from the compilation are actually sites A and B. They feature Funkstörung, Movedi, Rack, Max 404 and Mathematics. The rest of the compilation focuses more on drum and bass, future jazz and trip-hop, which is also nice, but I didn't find it as outstanding as the music featured on the first record. Um, I think it's a quite cheap buy on Discogs, so if you're into these sounds, go get it. First time I've heard about Funkstörung, they did a remix for Björk, actually. Mm, I think my dad gave me the Always Full of Love single from Björk, and uh, they were one of the remixes. And actually, the remix is pretty, pretty dope. Go check it out. it's way too long I don't find it too long personally <laughs> mind me but uh, for the purpose of this radio show yes 
This is Yumiko Sato, presented by Elfish Echo, which is the master of Jungle and Bricks. I bought this record because of its B-side, which you are listening to right now. The track is called Equation. Equation is an 11-minute masterpiece of IDM and minimal techno, or you can even say minimal ambient. Um, I was really mesmerized the first time I heard it. Uh, it's also super cheap. I think I paid like three euros for it, which is mind-blowing to me. The track is long, but I think it's totally worth it. It's, it's incredibly well-produced and it morphs over time and with such grace. It's really, really unbelievable stuff. There's also a very good IDM and Ambient album with the same name and totally different tracks, also available on CD. So if you look for Yumiko Sato presented by Alfish Echo, you probably will find it. Both the CD and vinyl were released on Key M20 back in 1996. Yeah. Key M20 was the sub-label of Source Records, founded in 96 by Jonas Grossman and yes, David Mufang, also known as Move D. dope music.
and on to Ultramarine. Ultramarine is a project by Ian Cooper and Paul Hammond. This track is called 78 and it's the B4 track of their seminal techno and future jazz album Bel Air. This was released on Blanco y Negro in 1995. An expanded edition of the album was also released by Warner in 2014. this record in excellent shape at the Closer record shop a few years ago. Ultramarine were quite a reference from the 90s. Um, they stopped making music for a while, but they broke a 13-year silence in 2011 with two new singles, followed by their sixth album called This Time Last Year in 2013. My favorite album from them, though, is probably User's Guide, which was released in 1998 on New Electronica. Amazing label, by the way. This track is just another proof that the 90s were a creatively charged period for electronic music. Boundaries didn't seem to exist. I mean, come on, listen to this.
This is a record I bought last month. You're listening to the Lithium Project. This is a project by Jason Farrell and Ken Clark. The track is called Moments in Neon, and this is the B-side of the EP with the same name released in 1998. I found this record randomly at the discount bin in a record shop. I saw it was a release on Clear, and, and yeah, if it's on Clear, then surely it had to be good. And good it was. It, this is a dreamy drum and bass, future jazz, a wonder. Something that works amazingly well on absolutely everyone's ears. I dare you to prove me wrong.
let's slowly go back to Japan. This is Palomatic, and it's the moniker of Koji Takahashi. This track was taken from the amazing ambient album Thrill, he released on Transonic Records back in 1995. This track in particular was reissued in 2018 on Dahlia, which is the sub-label of Delaphine from my good friend Sam. Listening to the B2 of Dahlia 995. The track is called Foaming Waves. exactly what I love about Japanese 90s techno. It's just the copious amounts of melody and space is... This is actually what I want to listen in a club. (laughs) Take a listen.
for another personal hero of mine. This is, of course, Hi, Baby Ford. Hi, Mr. Logan. Hi, Mr. Logan. Hi, Mr. Logan. This track is called, you guessed it, Hi, Mr. Logan. And it's to be one of his epic 1989 EP called Children of the Revolution. He was out on Rhythm King Records. This track, I think, was also the reason I bought the EP in the first place. Well, that and because it's Baby Ford, and very similar to what I feel about Anna Weinberg. Something in me just wants to buy everything Baby Ford did. Hi, Mr. Logan is something I enjoy playing nowadays much more than when I bought the record 10 years ago. It's just groovy, warm, funky house music. Even the flute works here.
project that very few people know, I think. This is OM, a project from 1990 run by Thomas Melchior. OM is Thomas Melchior, Fergus Anderson and Nick Gelder on the drums. And this was way before Thomas started doing the music is so strongly bonded with nowadays. This track is called Challenger and it's the B2 on the EP called Heavy Volts Sensation. It was released on Buster Guts Records in 1990. I bought it eons ago when it was still worth like two euros on Discogs. I think I basically found out about Thomas Melchior and just this cogs led me to look for everything that he did in the past. That's how I discovered OM. In the meantime, copies seem quite rare, but uh, totally worth a good dig if you're into left field house and freeform funk with some early IDM hints. Thank you. 
something a bit fresher. You're listening to the German duo Phaser Boys on the excellent label from Mulheim, Iowa Records. This track is called Halo and it's the B2 on the Phaser Boys EP. I started my Dome Tokyo set in 2018 with this track and uh, I remember being completely addicted to it back then. I still love this tune as much as the first time I heard it and um, I think it was really the reason why I bought this record in the first place was because of this. IOI Records has a ton of excellent EPs, by the way. Um, I think Giraffe Dog and Lucas Kroon come to mind. You should definitely check them out. Thank you. 
Dawn by the Fire is the B2 on Alternate Dimensions. It's a terrific three-track EP by Godem, also known as Kim Taiwan. Dawn by the Fire is just a joy to listen to. If, if you enjoy FX Twin style uh, music and all its derivatives, or, or just in general, heartfelt electro, this is something you will definitely love. This EP was released on Braindance Records, which I think might be a project run by Kim himself. another EP from Kodam out now called Promised Dimension and it's as good as Alternate Dimensions if not better. I highly recommend it. Thank you. 
think, wow, that's a bit aggressive right now, let me tell you three things. One, I really love well-produced techno. Two, this is SFV acid, so unpredictability is expected. And three, just, just bear with me, there's a mountain of very mellow fluffiness coming after a few moments <laughs> of this craziness. Just hold on. And who doesn't like acid? Come on. Trillium Towers Volume 2. It was released on SFV Records, a label ran by SFV Acid himself. Zane Reynolds is absolutely incredible. The music he does is deeply inspiring to me. Super refreshing, crazy creative, and overall just fierce. also my favorite in the EP, but overall all tracks are gorgeous bombs of acid breaks and quirky electro, just listen.
I present you Level Up. This is the B1 of the record called Vega. And it's taken from his debut album and overall his debut everything called Arethusa. Yes, this was his first release ever. It was out on Malichini Music last year. And this album was, I think, one of my favorites of the year. I really couldn't believe this was Lava Lap's first album. This is pure IDM goodness. It's mature, high quality music for those looking for music with a very futuristic, no boundaries kind of sonic exploration character. Arathusa is well polished, sundry, exquisite collection of tracks that will certainly please any Aphex Twin aficionado. Just incredible. that's coming now well it's Sven Faith yes the techno DJ King used to release amazing down tempo breakbeats and overall just amazing deep house tech house bombs this you're listening to right now was taken from his album Fusion it was out on Virgin in 1998 it's it's just a really good very eclectic collection of music from down tempo to trance infused techno and tech house 
This is the B1 of the album and it's called Sensual Enjoyments. And I have to say that this album has several tracks that I absolutely adore and I still play them today. I bought this when I started playing records and I don't think I understood the scope of this album and the overall quality on some tracks. I mean, would you imagine this to be Sven Veith? I, I certainly wouldn't if I was younger. Just gorgeous.
and another pearl from 1996, which I still think was the golden year for IDM. This is GIMP, and it's the B2 track on B12's epic album Time Tourist. It was out on Warp. In reality, this track was originally signed as Red Cell and not B12, but uh, members of the project remain the same. That's Steve Rutler and Michael Golding. B12, Red Cell, Musicology, all quality projects that were and still are extremely important for the electronic music world, and especially the left field abstract and down tempo scenes. Time Tourist was thankfully reissued in 2018 in a gorgeous edition and you can still get it on some shops so if you find it please do so. This is a favorite of mine for years to come.
Now for an artist shrouded in some mystery, this is Guy's T. It was out on Lies Records. You're listening to the B1 of the album Home Base. It was out in 2016. This was the only release of Guy's T thus far, as far as I know. This is an excellent album from a very mysterious producer, full of talent, and it spans many different genres from down tempo to breaks, experimental techno, and even drum and bass. Just all round great music. Lies Records is being run by Sebastian Rudolf and Patrick Poitz. Their label has only a handful of releases, but all of them are extremely good. Go check them out.
now another IDM classic. This is Perplex by, of course, Plate. This is the B1 on their trainer compilation and it was out in 2000 on Warp. Ed Handley and Andy Turner require very little introduction. If you want to peek into their world, Trainer is the best way to do so. It's a four record compilation with tracks from Played, Atypic, Balil and Tura. It's just an IDM wonder. I could have easily played any of the B-sides from this compilation. Like absolutely all tracks here represent the best of Ed and Andy. They are absolute kings, masters of their craft. Corda had a great momentum two years ago after Perlon released his new album Akoko Ajeji. And since then, Corda released another Perlon album called Apologize to the Future and a self-released album called Polymeter. Although back in 98, Corda and his Church of Euthanasia already gained some momentum, especially through his output via international DJ Gigolos run by DJ Hell. This is Steel Peace, and it's the B1 of his EP Sex is Good. It was signed by Chris Corda and the Church of Euthanasia, and probably one of my favorite Chris Corda tracks ever. I mean, how cool does this sound?
State don't need any introduction. They're Manchester's techno pioneers and they were formed in 1988. They spearheaded a whole movement in the electronic music scene of the UK. It had multiple members that left and gained recognition as solo artists, like for example, a guy called Gerald. This track is called Nefatiti and it's the B2 of their excellent Excel album out on ZTT in 91. was a very hard choice between this one and the B1, Q-Mart, which featured Bjork on the vocals. Nefatiti, although, is less known than the, than the Bjork collaboration, so it seemed more appropriate to play here. This is a haunting, breaky techno track, just, just insane. Excel is an amazing album and one that should be part of the personal stash of any collector, period.
now returning to 2019. This is Function on Tresor. You're listening to The Approach, which is the B3 on Function's excellent album, Existence. I wasn't particularly aware of David's qualities as a producer until I heard this album, to be honest. It is what you can call a true showcase of talent. There's techno, electro, ambient, experimental, IDM, house, everything is in there, and all of it with a degree of quality that I think is quite remarkable. Very well done. play you a very recent earworm of mine. This track I'll play now is called Vineland and it's the B1 of an untitled EP by Toulouse Low Tracks released in 2014. It was out on Karaoke Talk run by Strobokop. first time that I heard this was in a private party with friends. Um, my friend Sarame played this at an after party. It, it really stayed in my head for days on end. It was the true definition of an obsessive earworm and there's no words that can describe how much I like this. Toulouse Low Tracks is a very talented producer and also a resident DJ at Salon des Amateurs in Dusseldorf. And uh, please just, just take a listen. It's, it's quite unique.
are still holding on. It's been almost three hours. And yes, I had to return to Arne Weinberg. This track is called Beautiful Process of Living. And it's the B2 in Beauty in DK, which is one of my favorite EPs from Arne Weinberg. It was released in 2002 on the excellent Down Low Music. all I love about Arne's music and, and, and quite frankly what I love the most about techno. It's powerful, massive in space, slightly sad in its tone. There's just this melancholy that goes through but it, overall it's just so unique. This sounds almost like the end level of a video game set in deep deep space. Beauty and DK and Beautiful Process of Living are my favorite tracks in the EP. But uh, bear with me because it's really hard for me to choose a favorite. Just, just amazing.
again in the 90s. Back in 1983, Joe Beltram released an untitled EP signed as Code 6. It was released on uh, the American label Experimental, and it was later reissued in 2018 by the label Midnight Drive. called Afterlife. That's the B1 of the record. I think Joey Beltran also doesn't need much introduction here. He was a key figure in the 90s techno, trance and IDM scene and he became widely acknowledged as a leading innovator in the early developments of underground dance music. There's so much great music on his catalogue, you, you will have to take a few days just for it, trust me. the end of this very long session I hope you discovered new music and that you enjoy the ride it is with great pleasure that I present you Beyond this is the B2 track on the Plethora AP by my friend and the extremely talented Chris Geschwindner This was out on Aerobic in 2018 and the reason I bought the EP was also this very B-side. This is dreamy, warm electro for the morning hours. It's excellently produced. You should definitely check out the productions from Chris. He's getting better by the day. 
he also started a new imprint called Beam Dump. The whole project is curated and run by Chris himself. The first release came out nine months ago and is very, very good. It includes four tracks. It's called Simulation EP, signed as Sim, and it's a collection of very current electronic club sounds, borrowing, of course, inspiration from old tech house and twisted UK garage and two-step. Super recommended. say goodbye with the fathers of all of this you've heard over these past three hours this is of course yellow magic orchestra 
they basically invented techno from all I've know of. Call it proto-techno, if you will. This is Camouflage, and it's the B3 of my favorite Yellow Magic Orchestra album called BGM. It came out on Alpha in 1981, and it was produced, of course, by the comedian Haruami Hosono. We're talking about timeless, absolutely beautiful music, and BGM is probably their, their opus. I can listen to it several times in a row. Just listen to how clear and creative their output is and how they use the role on TRs here. It's just massive. With a pop sensibility to top it all. A secret in the dark. pleasure to put this show together for you music is to share and it gives me the biggest pleasure to be able to do so with like-minded people also i strongly believe djs should be educators first and foremost 
we can make or break a whole industry in a matter of months. So keep sharing, keep buying records, support your local record shops. They need you to keep afloat. Don't stream your life away. And a big thank you to the B-Side crew for the invitation, of course. This is a little bonus. This is an untitled hidden B-Side track by Dynarec on Delsin. You can find this little hidden track on the Lost Souls EP. This track was actually one minute long, but it was so nice and sweet that I had to do a little edit and make it slightly longer just for your enjoyment. It's like an electro lullaby. <laughs> See you next time.